0: Join us from experts from all things weird, as well as the testimonies of people with stories of radical healing who were once told that perhaps their condition was a death sentence, that they would just need to live with it, or that drugs and invasive surgery were the only answer. Let's get into agreement that if there is something natural and non-invasive that could be helpful, that it could be your first option rather than your last resort. Welcome to the Weird Works Podcast. I'm Dr. Christy Harvell, your host. And today, in honor of Men's Health Month, we have a special topic, it's called 7 Reasons Why Men Don't Go to the Doctors from a Women's Perspective, as well as the 4 Reasons Why Women Nag You to Go. So the reason why we're having this talk is because you guys don't ask for help. And we want to understand why that is. So hopefully you'll find some humor in this, as well as some encouragement as, and some facts that will help motivate and propel you to start to take a little bit more preventative measures towards your health. So women actually go to doctors as much as four times more than men do, but they also live longer. Coincidence? I think not. So the reason behind why men don't seek medical advice until a real crisis arises has been a perplexing one for ages. Polls have been performed, and the major health associations, as well as men's health popular publications, have all written articles on this very fact. So here are seven of the most common reasons why men don't go to doctors, accompanied by a female commentary, moi. Number one, I don't trust doctors. So we get it. If you are of the opinion that you can't trust them as far as you can throw them, then what you need to do is shop around and find somebody who sees help the same way that you do. Getting a personal recommendation from someone who you do trust, like a family member, or friend, maybe a neighbor or a co-worker, might be a great idea. You don't need to go alone on this one. You see, there have already been people in your close circle who have had to figure out who the best of the best already are. I know in our neighborhood, the people are looking for recommendations for neurosurgeons, cardiologists, orthopedics, all sorts of things, right on our neighborhood Facebook group. Number two, I've heard this one, I don't want to spend the money. And we get it, you work hard for your money and you don't want to spend it on something that doesn't provide a measurable result. However, I will beg to differ on this that a little prevention goes a long way. On this one, you can either spend money now on healthy food choices, wellness visits, and supplements, or you can spend your money later on sick days, lost production, medications, surgeries, and hospitalizations. And I will tell you also that what we know is that emergency type care you know, fix it after the problem already comes or is too large to handle, costs a lot more money than an ounce of prevention. What we know is that the average American spends $220,000 off health care in retirement, eating up as much as 30% of what they have put away. The number three reason is probably nothing. Well, most of the time you're right and that's good. But, why take the risk when we have access to modern healthcare? Your body is intelligent, and those little warning signs are like the check engine light on your car, on your dashboard. So take care of the problem sooner than later will require less time and less resource and lead to a more full recovery. The longer you ignore it, just like your car, the bigger a problem it will become to deal with. Number four, I don't have the time. Well, if you can't find a time to take care of your health now, how will you find a time later for more drastic and invasive procedures? See, Americans are now living longer with long-term chronic illnesses. That retirement that you've been working so hard towards may not live up to everything you had planned if you are spending all of your days going to doctor's appointments and living with physical limitations. I personally see that all too often and I'm like that is not the life that we worked so hard to plan for. So we hate to see that. Number five is the fear of the unknown. So seeing your doctor may force you to confront your current lifestyle. Maybe it's smoking or drinking, maybe there's some weight gain, skyrocketing stress levels. That's pretty common in today's world. Well, the good news is that your doctor is there to help you and advise you, not to judge or criticize you. And knowledge is power. The more you empower yourself, the more control you can take over your health. Number six, I'm tough. I don't need help. Well, let me guess. You're not lost and you don't need directions either. Sometimes, the toughest thing you can do is admit your weaknesses it's a fact of life moving parts break down and require maintenance just like your cars your houses and any other machinery that you have and take care of and maintain number seven i can't live on twigs and berries (laughs) i hear this all the time it's so funny everybody thinks like a diet and nutrition program is going to leave you just you know eating like a bird well it's true that better health might require some changes to your daily routine But don't compare what works for someone else to your own circumstances. There is no one magic cure or diet that works for everyone. What does work every single time are small, gradual, incremental changes that you can form into a new habit for the long term. That's how you sustain results. A vegetarian or a low-carb calorie, low-calorie diet doesn't always work for everyone and diet recommendations should be made on an individual basis and taken into consideration your age, your health history, as well as your activity level. So guys, if you find your female counterparts nagging at you, this is what it really means. First of all, we love you. When we find something that works for us, we want to share it with you so that you can experience the same benefits that we have already found. We don't want to keep it all to ourselves. Second, We are attracted to your masculinity and strength. Those are the same qualities that originally attracted us to you in the first place, and they are still attractive, and we want you to preserve your health and vitality for years to come. Third, we're planners. We can predict the same course that we see our parents heading down, and we know that we don't have to accept the same inevitable course for ourselves. Research shows that we can overcome our genetic predispositions with a little TLC. Lastly, we know if we leave it up to you, it will never happen unless it was your big idea in the first place. We really don't like to nag you, believe it or not, and we don't want to be considered a nag. So, if you are starting to think of the women in your life as a nag, maybe listen, clue into what they are asking of you chances are it's something that we feel wholeheartedly about and have your best interests in mind. So I hope that sheds some light, some facts, some research on why you don't seek the care that you should and also hopefully encourage you That a little proactive measure, a little bit of TLC, a little bit of taking the time and putting some effort and confronting the changes now will prevent you a whole boatload of ailment and pain and costs down the road. So in good health naturally, men, we love you just as much as we love our women. We wanna see more of you. And if you love this episode of the Weird Works podcast, we have a free downloadable for you that has the same notes of why men don't go to doctors followed by the commentary of why women nag them to go. So if you would love a copy of that downloadable link, just click the link below. I'll catch you next time. In Good Health Naturally, I'm Dr. Christy Harbell.